Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the HGO podcast. I'm your host for today, Ethan, and joining me is the boys, Hunter and Kyle. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Oh, hello. Oh, I'm doing just swell. You know, I almost forgot to put the lower thirds on. I forgot that we edit this live now, so I was about to just be <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, had a bit of a panic there, but we got through it. How's, uh, how's that been working out for you, by the way? You know, it kind of works. It's kind of annoying because you'll notice if you watch the video version of the podcast about for the first like quarter to a half, you'll see me doing these full screen transitions where I have, look, I'm on full screen and stuff like that. <laughs> but then during the second half, I'll just forget. The longer it goes, you just forget. Yeah, to do I just it. forget yeah. that we're that I was supposed to be editing it live, so it doesn't really work as well. But hey, it still it stops me from having to edit it uh, at like eight p.m. the day before. So I'll take it. Uh, it's not. It's taken a burden yeah. off me. But no, you guys doing all right? You had a fun week. It's been. It okay. sure was a week. <laughs> It's, I love, my favorite types of weeks are weeks where we release episodes on Monday at 6 p.m. UK time, 1 p.m. Eastern, <laughs> and then literally the next day we get yeeted out of the atmosphere because the biggest news in gaming history happens. That's my favorite kind of week. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, at least we didn't have to worry about, oh man, what are we talking about this week? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. We'll, we'll just show up late to the discussion. Yeah, but at least we'll be educated and informed. Yeah, unlike the, the discussion the happened like over the course of three days with the same people speculating on each day. What are you on about? <laughs> Jeff Grubb has to make his money somehow, Hunter. You can't be bullying Jeff. He tries his hardest. He's like, Grub, Grub. it's like, oh, it's my, it's, it's, the, it's my time. It's the day of the year. It's basically games journalism Christmas when the big news story happens and all all the kids grab around the tree that is Phil Spencer as he gifts out his favorite piece of like acquisition news. Um, so yeah, if you can't tell, we're going to talk about the Microsoft Activision stuff at some point, I guess. But yeah, welcome back to the show where every week uh, we come together to talk about everything. Uh, in the world of video games, I guess. You can find us on podcast services everywhere by searching for Hot Gamers Only or uh, going to youtube.com forward slash Hot Gamers Only uh, where you can look at our stupid faces as we talk about uh, all this random stuff that's happened in the world of gaming. I've week. got a review up. Go check that out. You do have a review up of Arcadia Fallen, uh, an indie game that is out on the Switch The Hunter did a lovely review of that you can go and check out. Go give it some support. Go and watch it all the way through for that watch time, guys. Um... <laughs> We would appreciate it. Um, My brother told me he watched it, and it almost convinced him to buy it. And I'm like, well, I didn't mention that it was on PC, and you don't have a Switch, so I don't think you could have if you wanted to. Ah, <laughs> but there you go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you've, you've taken me off track now. Uh, you can also uh, keep up to date with everything on the socials at Hot Gamers Only on Twitter. And you can also send your questions, comments, concerns, feedback, good or bad, to our email address, hotgamersonly at gmail.com, uh, just like Victor did. Uh, he sent us a lovely email that I passed forward to you guys. Uh, yeah. So shout out to you, Victor, and thank you for supporting the show. And if you also want to get in contact with us like Victor did, you can shoot us an email, and I promise you we will read it because we do check our emails. Yeah. It was yeah. a very nice read. It was yeah. nice. It brightened my day as yeah. the snow started to fall. <laughs> <laughs> but and no, then uh... encased me. <laughs> But no, comments and feedback like that really do help keep this show going and really does give us the motivation to carry on. So uh, if you do want to give us any feedback, good or bad, what you love about the show, any uh, criticisms that you have for us moving forward, then you can shoot us uh, them either on Twitter, you can just at us, or if you want to do it in the privacy of your own email inbox so that you can scold us without the world seeing you, you can send us an email <laughs> instead. It's just hotgamersonly at gmail.com. 
Uh, so keep that feedback coming. Shall we start with Microsoft and Activision? I feel like we have to start I with Microsoft. I feel like that's a good start. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to bury the lead. What are you on about? <laughs> we love to keep them going because we don't, we don't want these topic of the show Andes that come in, go to the timestamp, watch the bit that they care about and bounce out. I know what you do. I've seen you. I mean, if I'm stamped, then they can still do TV that regardless of where they go. <laughs> you ruin our audience retention. How dare you? Um, but no, I guess we can talk about it because like it, it was, it was pretty big. I didn't believe you when you sent it me. That's how I found out. Yeah. yeah, I didn't believe what I was looking at was real either until I realized, wait, that's the real Xbox account. <laughs> While you saw the Wall Street Journal post, that was what you, oh, you keyed oh, us Oh, right. I did look at that first. So about, so about 20 minutes before the actual thing happened, the Wall Street Journal like posted an article saying, reports, Activision are, oh, in right, talk, because... like, Activision are in talks with Microsoft to be bought out. And everyone was like, yeah, cool, okay. And then 20 minutes later, Xbox was like, welcome Activision to the Xbox family or whatever <laughs> fucking shit they said. Right, because now I remember I sent that, I'm like, well, if nothing else happens this week, we can talk about this speculation. And, then and I was like, no slowly. need to speculate. And <laughs> <laughs> sent you the Xbox thing. Cause I was... Then over three days, we got our discussion topic. And it was, it was like so annoying because I hated it because I was at work when it happened. And there was like, it was one of those yeah. things where it's like, I want to talk to somebody so badly right now. It's just one of those things where I'm like, Oh, if only I wasn't at work. You can just call up his mom on his break, being like, listen, I have to tell you this. Yeah, well, Look, I, I need gonna, to talk yeah. to somebody or I'm going to explode. I was going yeah, to call Hunter from his fucking cave that he's in right now and be like, yo, Hunter, can you we talk? the sun behind me, so it's a bit more bright in here. I don't believe you. I just believe you constantly live in a cave. Your, your bulb is, your fuse is broken and now you just live in eternal darkness. Um, it's only Lightus's microphone. <laughs> basically I've got a lamp over there that's what's i'm just imagining doing most of work literally i'm oh. just imagining one of those ye olde lamps like that they used to have where you're like you know he's doing that no, but it's, it's with his desk lamp yeah but no but no but it's with your microphone i'm you holding oh. it like that light in the darkness with your but just like a torch mic. yeah oh, exactly amazing. he mounts it over his bed before he goes to sleep basically <laughs> wouldn't surprise me uh, I'm gonna Hunter get also off. got a microphone stand. I do. It's a little closer to me and in a different spot. Uh, my, uh, it's just a mic stand that my dad would use when he went to play gigs and stuff. Radical. I have now appropriated it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get the Microsoft Activision uh, news article up so I can actually read it, so we can do a good job of describing it. But uh, way to do your due diligence. Yeah, thank you. But it was Microsoft to acquire Activision Blizzard to bring the joy and community of gaming to everybody. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, I'm not going to read through all of this. There's so much random garbage throughout all of it. Um, but I think some of the interesting points were, because there was so much to talk about, because this happened, and I feel like everybody went in six million different ways. Because, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. it started with the exclusives the the exclusive like little uh console fanboys came out of their cave going, what happens Eddie's? to call of duty what happens to crash bandicoot what happens to overwatch <laughs> 2 that's never coming out ever and yeah. it's like they started happening so you obviously the talk about uh exclusivity the talk about bobby kotick get being fired is he out are we kicking bobby kotick to the corner because we didn't know are we kicking him to the curb finally 
what happens to all the studios? Is COD going to be a yearly franchise anymore? All of these questions came out of like, will the Sony stock market start plummeting? Like, will it? Will it? Will they ever see the end of this ride? Um, will Hunter and I finally buy an Xboxes? Who knows? I'm already like I said, guys. I know I joked at the start of this month when I was like, "God, look at the Game Pass month this month." Phil must know that I've bought an Xbox and like now it's time to start making moves, guys. But this is taking the piss at this point. Like I've had (laughs) in the month since I've bought an Xbox Series X, you got that month of Game Pass that included Mass Effect and in and Hitman Three. Mass Effect Hitman Three, Dangarompa. If you want to play Dangarompa, but you know, already played it. Don't need that shit. Um, yeah. Then on top nobody of that, nobody saves the world. Nobody saves the world. Uh, Windjammers two, all the classics, all the big blockbuster games. Uh, that Rainbow Six Ubisoft game that literally zero people give a fuck about. Uh, that I was gonna test for the podcast this week, but I saw it was like eighty gigs, and I'm like, fuck you, Isgamo. I'm not downloading that shit. Oh. <laughs> um. So yeah, those so all that stuff. And then this on top, I'm like, fuck me. Like people said the. <laughs> People are like, Xbox has a quiet couple of months, you know, they're not going to do anything. They've not got games coming out. It's Sony's time to shine with Horizon and Gran Turismo. And then they're just doing this <laughs> shit. And it's like, oh God, it's only January. Um, So yeah, essentially, how much was it? Was it 68 billion? Was that the number? Am I getting that right? Yeah, 68 point something or other rounded up to about 70 billion. Yeah. Yeah. So Activision is basically in talks. They basically confirmed it at this point. As long as uh, as long as the U.S. government has nothing to say about it, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I think it will go through because um, we'll get into that. But yeah, so they're they're acquiring Activision, Blizzard, and King, uh, and they are getting IPs such as World of Warcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, Call of Duty, Candy Crush, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro the Dragon, Skylanders, et al. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. They own Tony Hawk now, guys. Poggers. Damn. I had a really amusing thought when I realized that Candy Crush was under the same umbrella as Call of Duty. I'm like, ah, no wonder. Yeah. <laughs> but it does bring up some interesting conversations. So I say we start at games because it's a game and podcast. Then yeah. we'll, we'll basically start with the territory we know. And then we'll go further and further into territory that we are nowhere near qualified to talk about, yet we will oh, do good. it anyway because we're a gaming podcast. <laughs> sounds like a yeah. plan, right? It sounds, <laughs> it sounds like an idea. So basically, so basically, for listeners, that we're going to start with the games, we'll end with Bobby Kotick. That's how we'll go. We'll go, through the, we'll go through, the, through the hills and valleys of this massive gaming news. So let's start with games. I feel like the big two questions are the games themselves and the exclusivity which one do you want to start with mm, the games themselves let's go with that okay so my first question because bethesda i just kind of felt this kind of sense of oh and i don't know if it's because i didn't have an xbox at the time uh we're going to frame this all as is the microsoft activision deal bad for gaming like we did with the bethesda thing where we were like it's not great that activision uh, that microsoft keeps doing this but Hey ho, and then here they are going, hold my beer, we're going to do a 10 times the amount of that bombshell. Yeah. But in terms of the games, I think that honestly, this is the best scenario that Activision has probably been in for a while in terms of game potential. Because yeah. 
so long as they actually let them make things that aren't just every team that's under them as a support well, I think studio Phil Spencer for Call has, of Duty. Phil Spencer has already confirmed this because yeah. in an interview he was asked what about the support studios? Is there a chance that Toys for Bob and other studios are going to be taken out? And they were like, yes, we're going to work with teams. I think what they're going to do is what they have been doing a great job with uh, Obsidian, who, for those of you who didn't know, before the Xbox acquisition, Obsidian were very much well-known for doing basically ports and other things. They did stuff like Fallout, which was basically a port yeah, of a new Fallout. game basically it was like they, Fallout, Fallout New Vegas new, they did New Vegas didn't they yeah but they did stuff like that they did very much they basically the whole thing behind Obsidian was they did what paid the bills they got by they did a double fine where they like we made games so that we could make the next game they didn't think big picture they worked on licenses they worked on smaller projects they made great yeah. games like fallout new vegas like south park the stick of truth they did awesome games under those constraints but they were very much constrained and as soon as xbox bought them phil spence was just like what do you want to make and they were like we want to do the outer <laughs> we want you know we want to do avowed we want to do grounded we want to do a load of random stuff and now they can do that and i feel like that's what that's going to be for toys for bob i think toys for bob are going to sure be coming out so. of the call of duty minds and they're going to be like do you want to make a new Spyro game? Do you want to make a new Crash game? Because Honestly, it's been funny. You know, people since Ratchet have been joking about the, you know, mascot platformer PlayStation universe. Now they could do it with Xbox, even with Crash, Spyro, Banjo. I honestly think that... Psychonauts. Obviously, yeah. obviously Crash and Spyro aren't worth buying a company for $68 billion. But yeah. I think that they're definitely part of the plan. And the reason I say this is, what is active, uh, Xbox really lacking in terms of exclusivity power that the other two platform holders have? Family games. They've really mm -hmm. struggled with it because the only family yeah. IP they really have in their portfolio is Banjo. And they have this problem that Rare doesn't want to make a Banjo game. Because yeah. that's the thing yeah. is, people always say Xbox doesn't want a banjo game. And every time, Phil Spencer's like, no, Rare doesn't want to make one. They wanted to make <laughs> Sea of Thieves. They want to make Everwild. They don't want to make Banjo. So they've had this one IP, which to be honest, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, Banjo fans, but I feel like Crash and Spyro are more valuable IPs than Banjo. I'm just going to say that because they've actually had new games in the past decade. Um <laughs> But they have now a studio in Toys for Bob. They could resurrect Vicarious Visions, technically. They could take them out of Blizzard. They could bring them yeah. back from the dead if they wanted yeah, to. they could. Give us the Tony Hawk 3 and 4 while you're at it, you know? They can have Tony Hawk. They can have Crash and Spyro. And I think Crash and Spyro are going to be perfect games if they do make them for Game Pass. For families yeah. to just chuck them on. It's like they, there's a lack of platformers. They've got some stuff. Like, I downloaded New Super Lucky's Tale uh on there because it's just, it looks like a fun 3d platform and i'm like i need a game between now and legends arceus i'm gonna just play it because it's six hours and it's a 3d platformer lucky's tale is a 3d platformer i thought that was a 2d no it's 3d fox or something yeah it's 3d oh yeah um but yeah so that potential there i feel like the big potential is basically the closure of the call of duty mines and i feel like <laughs> i feel like this is an incredible opportunity of are they going to scrap the yearly Call of Duty release? Are they going to make... Because the way I see it personally, and I'll let you guys 
uh, bounce off of this is they now have three of the four biggest first-person shooter franchises. (laughs) And what I mean by that is they have Halo, they now have Call of Duty, they now have Overwatch. I'm not even talking about Doom because Doom's single player. Come on, fuck off, Hunter. Get your get your get your fucking id bias out oh, of here. I, I'm sorry Perfect that I like the one that's exciting. Welcome to the yeah, welcome to the new world, dude. Welcome. It's not the '90s anymore, dude. We're not sitting there playing Quake anyway. Your I video do. games are going to be always online, and you're going to like it. <laughs> you're going to like it, bitch. But uh, the only one they technically don't have is Battlefield, which is in such a shit state right now. They basically have all three um i mean overwatch is also in a dire state but let's not even talk about that <laughs> but they have so many first person shooters under them if you include gears of war if you include doom and if you in- include quake if you include all this they have so many first person shooters do they need a call of duty every year no <laughs> you, you could argue that call of duty didn't need to be yearly ever but you know <laughs> I'm just I'm just imagining a world That's another video. Just 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 picture this for a second, guys. We might actually live in a world soon where Call of Duty might be a quality product that isn't filled with fucking awful microtransactions. We could live <laughs> oh, in that boy. world soon. We could live in the world where there's only one Call of Duty game like every two or three years. Wouldn't that be nice? Because if I was if I was if I was Microsoft right now, this is what I would do, right? This is my big game plan. Raven makes Warzone, awesome. Get them to make a multiplayer that's integrated into Warzone. Done. Keep that multi-platform. You now have the multiplayer, and you now have Warzone integrated into one thing that can be updated constantly. Add new maps. Add new whatever. Make it always online, like Halo Infinite. Fuck it, keep it on PlayStation and PC, because if it's free-to-play, that's just giving them revenue like Minecraft does all the time. Then, you can make your Infinity Wards, your Treyarchs, or whatever. Do something like, hey, you want to make an actual decent fucking story mode for once in your life? For the first time in, like, a decade? Go and make that, and we'll put it on Game Pass, and you can only play it on Xbox. Or, hey, Treyarch, you want to actually do something with the Zombies mode that isn't rushed in the final year of development? Make that its own game. Stick it on Game Pass. Or, hey, Treyarch, hey, Sledgehammer, do you want to literally not make a Call of Duty game for like the first time in two decades or since your existence with Sledgehammer? Go for it. <laughs> make a new game. Do that. It's just... It's time for Call of Duty to take a fucking break. <laughs> yeah. I agree. And I saw a funny tweet. Someone was like... <laughs> F- Phil Spencer's... Uh... Phil Spencer's checking the quality of his $68 billion acquisition or whatever because he was he, people saw him, he was playing Call of Duty Vanguard this weekend on a, on his <laughs> uh, account. And it's like, yeah, if he's playing Vanguard, he's probably like, yeah, fucking needs a break. <laughs> Take it, shut it down. <laughs> Spent $68 billion to shut it down. Uh, as for Blizzard, fucking hell. <laughs> Could we go back to the golden age of them having good games? I mean, there's no golden age in terms of the way they treat their employees, but in terms of quality video games, <laughs> could we go back to the uh pre i don't know was when was the last good blizzard release overwatch one was that like the last time that they were seen in a good light i feel like it's been that long probably when did that come out 2016 2017 16 yeah, yeah, yeah. Overwatch i'm pretty like sure the wow expansions old. that have come out since then people didn't like so yeah no and they've just treated everything like shit since then um mm. 
I think it's going to be interesting. I think the first thing that they do um, is it won't be Activision Blizzard anymore. I think they separate no. them entirely, and it's Activision and Blizzard. That would make sense. I think they re-separate them. Because there's no reason to keep them together like that now that Xbox owns them both. Oh, owns them both, yeah. And I, I just, I think that it's it's going to be interesting to see if um, Diablo and Overwatch actually come out before. Because if I was Phil Spencer, I'd be wanting this acquisition to go through as soon as possible so that they can fucking take Overwatch and Diablo and go, right, <laughs> yeah, rethink. No, no, not even we want to release them. Just take them back and fucking work All on right. it. Make sure that these are good. Because I feel like Bobby Kotick's last plan is quickly before I'm out, push this shit out crap. Like, push the crap out now so I make more money. Um, Jesus. I don't know. I just see that happening. Um, But yeah, I feel like there's a lot of potential for like exclusivity. The way I see it is I think it's going to be a bit of both. I don't think it's going to be Bethesda. I don't think it's going to be a Bethesda where it's like, it's all ours now. Fuck you, PlayStation. Skyrim's <laughs> ours. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be a mix of both. I feel like Call of, especially Warzone is going to stay multi-platform. I feel like they want Fortnite with that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like I say, I wouldn't be surprised if they did a multiplayer integration into Warzone and make that free-to-play as well and make that multi-platform. I feel like if it's online, it's going to go multi-platform. Yeah, that would check out. Yeah, that makes sense. Because all that would do, especially if it's free-to-play like Warzone is, all that would do is give the player base the chance to be bigger. Yeah, that's what I think. I feel like when it comes to your single-player stuff, your Crash Bandicoot, your Tony Hawk's, yeah, they're going to be on Game Pass and they're probably going to be exclusive. Uh, That video clip of uh, Xbox taking Crash Bandicoot away is probably true as as it goes (laughs) away uh to game pass land i'm just i'm ha- i'm hoping that just means more crash and spyro because yeah. it's been looking dark since toys for bob was taken away so i'm just hoping yeah it means because crash 4 was such a good game <laughs> so was tony hawk for vicarious vision yeah. like good tony job hawk was great and they were like huh this sucks job. to be you get fucking then, muked then poor spyro only got the the reignited trilogy didn't even get a new game didn't even get a chance. We can we can pray, uh, and CTR as well. Like fuck me. Oh, no, like, CTR was great. CTR was great, and Bedox was just like right straight to the Call of Duty mine. You go. Thanks for fucking playing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's awful. Um, I guess we should talk about the Bobby Kotick shaped uh, <laughs> hole in the conversation. Um, yeah. Because we waited a week, we actually have more confirmation on this. I feel like a lot of people were going there. Is he gone? Is he not gone? Uh, we, we're, we're pleased to say he's fucking got going. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, with the hopefully forever, he'll be banished to Siberia and sacrificed ritually. <laughs> can I just say, guys? I just said, can I just say, congratulations to us. We got Bobby Kotick fired. We yeah. got him fired. It was us. We did it. <laughs> We, we spoke it. up. We spoke up. We have been saying fuck Bobby Cotton for at least a good month and a half now in every episode. And it finally yeah. paid off. In <laughs> 18 did. months, little, he'll be gone. Um, little known fact Phil Spencer, big fan of the show. He is. He's a massive what fan. What if that be something? 
<laughs> That'd be wild. Plot twist. He sent me my Xbox. No, he didn't. <laughs> my bank account says otherwise. Um, Phil, where's our Xboxes? Hey, Phil. <laughs> Phil, <laughs> if you want to send the guys some Xboxes, uh, I'd well, appreciate he just... it. Hey, Game Kyle's Pass like, is I great. I just need something next gen. <laughs> so I'll take anything. I'll take a fridge or a not USB. putting anything, anything out. <laughs> hey, Switch 2 in 2024, guys. Look forward to it. Um, But no, I do feel like it's weird, right? Because it's like, from the gaming industry perspective, I'm like, this is pretty bad in terms of an omen for the future of where the games industry is going in terms of consolidation, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But also... I feel like this is the only way that Activision was going to get fixed, if it makes sense with yeah. someone. Because we were always yeah. talking. What short we, of, we gone short of everybody striking, like how Raven had been doing, and then... I still do Yeah, if, short of just it collapsing from the bottom up, which I feel like would have been a more powerful thing than just being bought by <laughs> $7 billion. But the only way it was really going to end for Kodak was to be bought and get unfortunately a extreme amount of money short of being found guilty of murder or something and i mean we had this conversation right we talked about this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago where we made the point of even if bobby kotick was fired right the whole board is yeah been like promoting everybody. him and has been for him this entire time the whole of the, the entire upper he, structure is like yeah. a bunch of scum guzzlers so yeah when the only way for them to basically people were like cut one head off another head grows in its place was essentially what everyone was getting at and the only way to do that is to remove the entirety of that board and and guess what's going to happen yeah they're all fucking gone burned to the ground they're all fucking gone well it will happen hunter i can tell you for a fact because they basically showed a fucking flow chart of hello my name's phil here's all my lackeys we're coming in (laughs) (laughs) um which I do love, by the way. I do love the fucking shots fired. Like they can't, for legal reasons, say that they hate Bobby Kotick and are like we're gonna fire the shit, like the shit out of all of them when they're done. But I love the balls of Phil Spencer to then go in the exact same post. By the way, here's our hierarchy at Xbox. Seven out of like thirteen of us are, are in the higher ups are women, and we're coming in <laughs> and we're gonna take over the entirety of Activision. I just kind of love that. The only yeah, way they can make this better and i really hope they do this is microsoft hires jen o'neill but like for microsoft (laughs) before the activision and and reinstates her as head of activision for xbox and i feel like that would be like the biggest fucking power that's a power move that would be the only way that it could get better um but now it's one of those things again where when we talk about it is it bad for the games industry yes and no I feel like uh, it's yeah. good for the employees and I feel like it's good for Activision, especially when you hear what the other fuck. Yeah. Apparently EA was in the conversation of buying them. If EA bought Activision, Oh no, that would not me. have made uh. things better. That would it have would made, just yeah. be like, it would have just been like the most poison compounded into one. It would have been like a super poison. It would have <laughs> been a super poison. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, um, I just remember like the last time we talked about micro, uh, Microsoft acquiring something was Bethesda about mm-hmm. a year ago. Yeah, and one thing we brought up ago. was like how Disney was like we compared them to Disney and how they kept buying properties. And this I is the exact same more way. true now, yeah. Yeah, but I think that in terms of this, this is like a better 
like this is for the better this isn't just for properties this is also for like overhauling the the industry like the other I culture definitely think, i definitely think yeah. that's a part of it but i also like to think that corporations aren't your friend right corporations aren't yeah. your friend well yeah i'm worried for the future as far as like what happens when phil spencer is done yeah because that's right. the thing, right, is a lot of the love for Xbox right now is because Phil Spencer is a genuinely great head of Xbox. And it's it's, yeah. it's in the same way that people really liked Sean Layden because he was great yeah. at his job. Then what happens <laughs> what when the Jim when Ryan comes along? Yeah. What happens when the Jim Ryan comes <laughs> along? And don't get me wrong, right, I feel like when, when Sean Layden left and, Phil, and Jim Ryan was reinstated basically back as the head of PlayStation. Everybody went, oh, fuck, here we go again. PS3 two time. <laughs> and I, I do want to give Jim Ryan credit. He hasn't fucked it up as much as everybody said he would. But we can tell that there's a difference between now and when Sean Layden was there. Yeah. We can tell with the Days sure. Gone shit. We can tell with how they're doing the Last of Us remake. Mm. We can tell yeah. by they're somehow being a Sly Fi, but we don't know who this fucking developer is, right? We can, t- we, like... Everything it's just lucid. that's what they get put on now. Oh man, that'd be my nightmare. That'd genuinely be my fucking nightmare. Just give it back to Sucker Punch. They don't want it like Banjo, they don't want to make it. it. Which makes me it's laugh. It's like how Naughty Dog's not going back to Jack because they believe they've evolved past it. You've got a higher chance of Sucker Punch going back to Sly than you do Naughty yeah. Dog going back to Jack. Yeah. From the for the for the fact that Sucker Punch still loves Sly. Whereas Naughty Dog never fucking referenced Jack. They stick a precursor orb in every one of their games since, but that's all they've fucking done. They've stuck a (laughs) precursor orb in, that's it. Whereas whenever you look at Sucker Punch's games, there's Sly graffiti all over the infamous games. Like all over all of them, there's Sly references everywhere. In Ghost of Tsushima, in Ghost of Tsushima, there's a Sly Cooper costume. There's a Sly headband with his mark on it and like a Cooper Kane colored sword. There's like, there's a load of stuff. In hell, even in Sly 2, there was a reference to their first game, Rocket Robot on Wheels. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's, it's like Insomniac. Insomniac always references their past stuff in their games. It's just Naughty Dog yeah. hates themselves. But getting back to the point, right? Back to Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer's great, but what about Phil Spencer 2 or like Boogaloo? What about yeah. the next one? What happens when he's done? Like, yeah. I don't, the idea of someone else who doesn't genuinely enjoy video games as much as Spencer does like he could reopen the call of duty mine if it shuts and you know <clears throat> that's worrisome it's that and then it's also you have phil having these conversations right of he's not worried about nintendo he's not worried about sony because they're both in this games industry and they have been for a, for a while and they probably will be for many years to come he's yeah. worried about the googles and the facebooks and Sorry, the Metas. Got to call them by their right name. Oh, who cares? Literally, well, literally. And I don't think Google's going anywhere since Stadia's shutting down. No, but I think the reason that Microsoft makes a power move like this is not because they're wanting to beat Sony or beat Nintendo at their own game, right? It's because they've realized, look at these companies, right? Google is the search engine. They own the search engine. Yeah. Meta basically owns social media. As much as you hate to admit it, Facebook and Instagram are probably the two biggest social medias. As much as you hate to admit that yeah. Mark Zuckerberg has any kind of control over something like that. 
Xbox and Microsoft basically wants to be that for games. They don't mind Sony and Nintendo rolling around, but in terms of the big corporations, they want to be that. What that? And I think they're doing this as like a warning shot to any other big company because very easily Google or Facebook could have very easily have done something like this, where they buy a massive publisher and go, "We're in the games industry, bitch. We just bought Activision." Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's a warning shot, which is good for the games industry in the terms of Microsoft is very much wanting to keep things as it is right now, where it's just the same three companies. But it's bad yeah. for the games industry as they're trying, they're basically becoming the Disney. They're fine with the Sonys and Nintendos being your Warner Brothers and, you know, all those, your other bigger studios. Yeah, and your Sony Pictures, right? They're fine with that. But they kind of want to be the big boy, in if it makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I think Microsoft's play is they don't care about consoles. They don't care about any of that. They just want to be everywhere. They want to be the Netflix man. They want. Yeah. <laughs> they want your fifteen. They want your ten dollar a month subscription. That's what they want. They don't want you to. They don't care if you own a console. I've seen some people saying, "Are they going to try and use Call of Duty as a leverage to try and get Game Pass on PlayStation?" And I'm like, that's a very good point. Because they, they don't care about owning a console. They don't care if they have to give Sony a part of that Game Pass revenue as a part of it. They just yeah. want that fucking money. They don't care. And to be honest, it'd be a great play because I think they want Game Pass on Switch dude, and they want it on PlayStation. Dude, especially the way they worded that, or the way that Spencer worded the we're talking about keeping Call of Duty on PlayStation thing. Very much worded like, if it doesn't happen, it's PlayStation's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they definitely want game pass on that because why wouldn't yeah. they right because then yeah. they want they want game pass on tvs they want it on they've already got it streaming on pc or on your mobile right that's fair enough mm-hmm. but jimmy jimmy who owns a tv right he might not give a shit about games right he doesn't he doesn't have a controller he just watches netflix on his smart tv he doesn't give a shit about xbox he doesn't give a shit about game pass putting game pass on playstation or on switch is basically handing get your intended audience a subscription service yeah Mm -hmm. they have a controller already they're probably into games let's face it right if if you say kyle right if right now xbox put game pass on ps4 and for ten dollars a month you could basically have access to all of xbox's exclusives and all of their library and get a load of games that you basically don't have to pay for right it'd be a more you'd be enticed by that deal to even if the yeah i would I'm sure I'd find something in there to enjoy. Exactly, right? Because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to basically break the gap. And I feel like the perfect place for them to do that is the Switch and PlayStation. I think it's more likely to happen on Switch than it is on PlayStation. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Especially with xCloud. But I think that is the kind of end game. Is Because also, games are made for PlayStation. They don't need to do any extra dev time. They just need to put the PlayStation version on the PlayStation version of Game Pass. And there yeah. you go. I don't know if they'd ever do the like have the fucking balls to like make a PS4 version of PlayStation version of Halo Infinite to put on on Game Pass instead of it being XCloud. Dude, wouldn't that be wacky? But <laughs> because I think that's what Xbox's game plan plan is to be Netflix. Is genuinely don't care where you play, 
don't care what console, what hardware you're on, whether you're playing it on your phone or playing it on your 60-inch 8K plasma metaverse display, whatever the fuck you're doing. Don't care. <laughs> we just want your subscription. And it's kind of scary. Yeah. But it's also such a great deal, so I'm in. Let's go, Phil. Let's ride that way. <laughs> Who's he buying next? Find out next year. Or um, next week. Or next week. But it's, it's an interesting conversation. I'm going to be very interested in seeing what happens with Spartacus, PlayStation's new subscription service. I have a feeling yeah. that that was probably going to be announced soon. And if I was Sony, I'd, I'd probably push that, that back Sony's, a week or two. Like, Japan thing tomorrow even has something. Like there's something happening. I, don't know I feel what like it, it was. I feel like it was supposed to be around now, but I feel with this news, I feel like you just kind of push it and uh, push it away for a bit. <laughs> Let the oxygen return to the air room. <laughs> Gosh, it will be interesting though. It's like it's it's always interesting to see how these kind of things play out. I think the acquisition will happen quicker than people think it will. That's all I'll say on that point. When did they yeah. say they were like June twenty twenty three? I swear Bethesda only took like seven months or something ridiculous mm-hmm. like i remember them saying oh it like they announced it in like july or august and they were like it'll be done by summer 2021 and then it was done in february well, yeah they're just set on that deadline because of the fiscal year or whatever i yeah. believe so i i honestly feel like a year and a half is a long time i honestly feel like we could have this go through by the end of the year probably We'll see what the government has to say about it, if it's a monopoly. I don't think it is. They, Not yet. Xbox mentioned it, that they'd only be the third, they'd be the third biggest, like, they'd be the third biggest company in gaming, behind Tencent and Sony. And that's scary that Tencent is number one. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, Sony. Scary, but also is, not surprising. Is Embracer Group under Tencent or isn't like under their umbrella? Or is I that believe so. Separate? I can't recall. I believe so. I also, they, I also think it's interesting that they say that they're the third behind Sony. But if they take Call of Duty sales away from Sony, does that then make them second? Because how how much Call of Duty earns on PlayStation? It's very possible. Yeah. Who knows? Phil's a sneaky one. We'll see. I'm sure we'll keep you guys updated because my god, it's it's a big it's a big deal, and let's hope that they don't. I hate acquisitions, dude. I genuinely hate them because it just brings out the tribalism of Twitter. It really does. Like everyone, so many people are just trying to boil it down to win and lose instead of thinking about like yeah, PlayStation takes the L, guys. Yeah, yeah. We had this with the with the Bethesda thing, where everyone was where I got a lot of people calling me a PlayStation fanboy, and I'm like, bitch, please. <laughs> I'm like, I literally own all three consoles now. Like, shut yeah. the fuck up. I don't care. If, if I want to play something on my Xbox, I'll play something on my Xbox. I've been playing shit on my Xbox. I haven't used my PS5 since I bought my Xbox because I'm waiting <laughs> for Horizon. Where they keep releasing trailers, Hunter, and I keep going, I don't want to yeah, see Yeah, I keep this. not Fuck watching off. them. Yeah. I haven't seen anything since that, you know, the the trailer that we reacted to last year, the one with the beach scene with the diners, with the elephant on yeah. the beach. I've seen nothing since then. And I'm so excited for this game because I feel like it's the first game in a long time where I've not been keeping up with every single little thing that they've been announcing. So 
I'm like, stay away from me, Horizon. Stay away. Yeah, I don't want any more like news about it either. I just want to play the game. It's not that long away. How many weeks? Like three? Three-ish, yeah. Yeah, three weeks. Damn. It's a shame that Kyle doesn't like Horizon. I was going to say he doesn't have a PS5, but then I realized it's coming out on PS4 yeah, anyway, it's so it's PS4, not that, that's not the reason. Like uh, anyway. If only they had made the spear combat better. If only the game was more interesting to me. Well, there you go. I Such a shame. What do you want to talk about? We've got some other topics. We don't know where to go with this, because I'm like, oh. I'm trying to think of a really smart idea, but I'm like, I don't yeah. know what you want to talk about. Do you want to keep going with the news for a bit, and then we'll talk about yeah, what we've been sure. playing? Do you sure. want to talk about Persona 4 being a piece of shit still uh, all these years later? <laughs> yeah. Um, so a lot of you guys are Persona fans. We have a lot of Persona fans uh, that listen to our podcast. And shout outs to all you guys that have watched the Persona 5 spoiler cast and then somehow decided, you know, that was quality content. I'm going to stay around for another 90 episodes. Thanks. <laughs> um, and also shout outs to the people who keep coming back to that episode. Yeah, seriously. I haven't listened to that episode You're since. the real winners. I genuinely, I honestly, it's probably the episode that I've listened to the least, like in terms of amount. Like I go back and listen to episodes here and there to try and see if we've improved and stuff like that. That episode I've never touched because it's our most listened to episode by a landslide. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> want to even have an opinion on it. I'm just going to let that one live. And you guys seem to love that episode. So I'm just glad that that one lives with you guys. And I've basically passed that on. I'm not even going to touch it. <laughs> um, but one of the things that people have been uh, looking forward to with the Steam Deck is, oh, finally, Persona 4 is on another handheld that isn't the PS Vita. And mm-hmm. do I have news for you? It's n- <laughs> not looking good. Because just like Assassin's Creed Syndicate being one of the only nine games not supported by the PS5 for some reason, because why is such a like a random game like that not supported? Syndicate, that, yeah, that is just random. It's a shame it's a good one as well. It couldn't have been like Unity or let me just annoy Assassin's Creed fans by Origins. saying Origins, yeah. Um. But it was recently announced that Persona 4 Golden is not currently compatible with Steam Deck. <laughs> oh my god. And when we uh, mean not compatible, or game. We mean Steam Deck. Steam Deck has multiple classifications. It runs perfectly, might run runs okay with some tweaking, might run okay, but we're not guaranteeing that you're getting a good performance and this shit don't work. And Persona is classified as this shit don't work. They That's won't amazing. let you even try. And I'm it's just a saying PS2 here, game. Why? And all this, like, people are like, finally, <laughs> we can play it handheld in 60 FPS. They're like, no, you can't, fuckers. You put like, back to the drawing board. <laughs> And my favorite thing is like Steam was like pressed to comment and they were like, we have no clue why it doesn't work. We're going to look into it, but why? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Like, how are we in the year 2022 and Persona 4 is still only playable in handheld on the PS Vita? How is this? This game came out in 2008. 2012, (laughs) if you're talking about Golden. And it was like, Arena Ultimax is coming to Switch. Please, for the love of God, stop with the rumors. Put Persona 4 Golden on a fucking console that isn't the please. Vita. Please, put I, I it on Switch. I don't think they can. Maybe it doesn't work. They can at this point. 
If you can put it on Steam, you can put it on yeah, PS4. You know, it is, literally. A potato That's can run Persona 4 Gold. Kyle, a potato can run Persona 4 Golden. Well, yeah. On my PC, which isn't like anything in, like impressive, it was expensive, but not that expensive. Not PC expensive, guys. Let's put it that way. When I was <laughs> playing it, I could play it at the 8K super sampled resolution where I was playing it in 1080p, but it was rendering at 8K at like 200 frames per second or whatever bullshit, right? It was like 4K, I think it was 4K downscale to 200 frames per second, but the Steam Deck can't even support it. What is this shit? What is this witchcraft? I genuinely don't get it. Like, what? Like, Atlas's March announcement better be we fucking got a banger for you today, guys, because so far the year of Persona is fucking vinyls that cost $400. Interesting at best. Yeah, it was vinyls that cost $400, Shop Atlas shipping being like $6 million to get it anywhere outside the US. (laughs) Persona Orchestra, not for you foreigners. And then... Arena Ultimax coming to Switch, but not Gold. On last-gen consoles. Yeah, on coming to PS4 and Switch. Consoles that didn't have the game that it is a sequel to. And then having the trailer say, experience the sequel to Persona 4 Golden, and then all the fucking Switch and PS4 fans are like, huh, what's that? Never heard of it. What does that mean? I don't understand why they do that. Like... Like, it's like how the two versions, the different parts of two had opposite localizations for yeah. the original version and the... Yeah, but here's the thing, PSP right? Is, I accept that, because that's, that's 90s and 2000s, right? JRPGs were the Wild West. Up, like, up until recently, I like to consider JRPGs like the Wild West. You never knew what you were getting. Are we getting Xenoblade Chronicles? Will we get Persona 2 on Vita? Wait, we got the wrong on P, P, like PSP. Oh no, wait, that's the wrong one. We want the other one as well. No. You know, it was all these random shit. Like, you had to go through 7 million, like, hoops to get an actual JRPG that you wanted back in the yeah, 2000s. Yeah, Final Fantasy, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, nowadays, though, we fixed that problem. Fuck, Shin Megami Tensei Five released day and date, basically, in the West and in Japan. Yet here yeah. we are, getting Persona 4 Golden on Steam randomly at an E3 in 2020 or whatever. And then getting Arena Ultimax on PS4 and Switch. <laughs> With undetermined, and they've not decided if they're going to put net rollback in it. I'm like, surely the reason you re-release a fighting game now is to put rollback into it and to make it a competitive buzzword, you know, to make your online not not for shits and giggles. Like they're interviewing the they're interviewing the Persona team. Like, why did you decide to do a remaster of Persona 4 Arena Ultimax for the PS4 and Switch? It's like, well, after the success of Golden on Steam, we decided. Let's not port that to consoles. Let's port this <laughs> fighting game successor. Why does anyone do anything? Sheer absolute boredom. You just it's just like the actual like or like it's just you just got you can't help but laugh at this point because you know they're doing it on purpose. This isn't accidental at this point. You yeah. know. I can't wait until the PlayStation Spartacus thing has like the reverse compatibility back to like PS2 and all that, <laughs> and you can play the original version of Persona Four. Oh, that'd be hilarious! Basically, that would not surprise me. Hunter, you're you're laughing. That will not. That'll probably be more likely. I'm expecting at this point the big November announcement for the 
Persona 25th year. It's Persona 4 Golden coming to consoles, and the rest of this year is a big debate waiting for that to happen. <laughs> that is genuinely what I think it's going to be. <laughs> it's every time Teddy's going to come out and go, oh, the original Persona 4 Arena is coming to PS4 and Switch. Like, literally oh, every time it's just going to be a big bait, and then everyone Persona gets, Q. everyone's like, oh, at least we're getting Persona, Persona 6 Q now, guys. We're getting, yeah, we're getting Persona 6, <laughs> and then it's Persona 4 golden on ps4 and like do you know what i feel like i'll just take it at this point i feel like we'll just go with it whatever oh man god i'm honestly i know atlas is a wacky company why is it so hard for them to put things ever catherine is everywhere why is catherine (laughs) everywhere but fucking i know four is it they literally they have the biggest game they've ever made and they're like oh shit We've got like a, another four of them that are older that no one's ever played that we could re-release for some easy money. Let's port the fighting game. <laughs> like, let's nah. do it. Like, uh, can't. I, like, yeah. This is what's next. They're going to announce that Persona Six is going to have its dancing spin-off come out before the main game. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Meet the characters in Persona Six. That's a power move. Yeah, dancing and fucking whatever. Um, but, uh, that was, uh, Atlas be Atlas, man. Atlas be Atlas. Um, speaking of wacky companies, oh, do you want to talk about Square Enix did some weird shit this week? Oh, do you want to talk about the Kingdom Hearts? As usual. (laughs) Yeah. Strap in folks. It's time to bully Square Enix again. Oh, cool. Let me get my bully Square Enix hat on, dude. It's that time of the year, guys. I mean, I feel like if anyone was expecting these ports to be good, they are foolish. Yeah. Yeah. So this week, Square Enix put out their their demos for Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5, the whole collection on their cloud-based service on Nintendo Switch. Cloud-based meaning you need to have internet connection to play them in the first place. Good fucking job, Square Enix. 10 out of 10. Uh, I played them. Uh, they were very bizarre demos. So you had, you didn't get, it's not like Tales of Arise's demo where they dropped you into a place and said, have fun. No, you just start from new game. And there's a time limit, uh, like that's, a 10, 10 to 15 minute time limit. That's even worse. It takes which, substantially longer than 10 to 15 minutes for anything to happen in one or two yep do you at least get simple and clean does that count as the part of the time limit yeah cutscenes count to the time limit. that's fucking hilarious that's fucking hilarious can you imagine <laughs> oh people, this, is, this is how this is how square Enix wants people to experience kingdom hearts they genuinely want you to click play they then want you to watch as you get a dmca strike on your fucking whatever you're doing because you play the <laughs> intro song and then by the time that's over, you get to the fucking <laughs> whatever it's called, the the dream whatever, you know where the intros, I don't remember Dive what they're called. Dive yeah. to the heart. And then by the time you get through the first tutorial where it tells you how to fucking open a chest, it's like, time's up, bitch. Buy that's the your game. Time. <laughs> Buy the Square game. Enix saw the Masterpieces thing from Smash Bros. Brawl, where it would give you the little demos of like old Nintendo games. Yeah. And decided, that's what we want. Yeah. So there was that. 
like 10, 15 minutes is not enough time to get off Destiny Islands in Cage 1. It's not enough time to get out of Roxas World in Cage 2. It's not enough time to do fucking anything and You know, the one way way that I want to be introduced to the Kingdom Hearts franchise is by the Roxas introduction segment. That's going to really get me into it. You want to know something funny? Like dog shit. (laughs) Yeah. That was how I had originally like my friend brought the game over and that was my first like experience with kingdom hearts was the kingdom really? hearts 2 prologue <laughs> yeah that's he crazy. brought it over on a weekend one time and I'm like, oh. by the yeah. way kyle you didn't give it its proper name by the way because of course it's kingdom hearts so of course it has kingdom hearts bullshit naming because uh, when I saw them tweet this, I was like, this isn't what they're actually calling it. But it's called the Kingdom Hearts Integrum Masterpiece for Cloud. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Excuse me? Yeah, Words so it's called don't mean anything Kingdom to Hearts Kingdom Integrum Hearts. Masterpiece. So this is a masterpiece, Integrum? Kyle. This is a masterpiece. This is a shitty masterpiece. Like I said, it's like the masterpieces, demos, and <laughs> Smash Bros. And you know, we said this when they were announced, right? But... I feel, fair enough, having Kingdom Hearts 3 be a cloud thing. Fair enough. Because I don't think Kingdom Hearts 3 could run on Switch. Because, frankly, it barely runs on PS4 and Xbox One. Um, But But the fact that Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5, they didn't port the fucker. The fact that they didn't port it when it's already based... The port of 1.5 plus 2.5 is already based on the ports of 1.5 and 2.5 individually on the PS3. The fact that this isn't in there, like, I would have, if I was Square Enix, I would have gone, okay, so 1.5 and 2.5 are obviously going to be on a cartridge, right? We're going to do this a proper release. And then we'll do the, uh... in fact, if I was Kingdom Hearts, I would have done a special package where it's 1.5 plus 2.5 plus dream drop and the stupid fucking mobile game video yeah not 2.8 fully because you can't play the demo because then i would have done a cloud version of 0.2 fragmentary passage in kingdom Hearts 3 together have that be a cloud version where you can play both of those done there you go segregate it between what can be possible on the switch and what can't be possible (laughs) on the switch yet what are they doing do you like, think no, three it. would be more possible on the Switch if you turned the particle effects off? No. Oh my god. <laughs> of course fucking not, dude. I feel like that game just doesn't run. I knowing knowing Nomura, the particles are like what the GPU bases the fucking physics on, knowing Nomura. Like that's how it <laughs> that's how it bases the physics engine is on the particle effects. It probably influences the story somehow too. It's it's true. And like again, like Persona 4. Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 are PS2 games. Are you really going to tell me a PS2 game can't run on a Switch? Like, natively? Devil May Cry looked like it ran fine. DMC3 ran fine. I know the the Switch isn't amazing in terms of, like, hardware power, but this is taking the piss. It could handle PS2 games, come on. It handles PS4 games. Like, Insane Trilogy, CTR, Spyro Reignited, all on Switch. Overwatch is on fucking Switch. It probably plays like ass, but it's on Switch. <laughs> but right? it's there. They have The Witcher, or The Switcher. That does prefer. look like ass, and it's <laughs> yeah. on Switch. Although, to be fair, Witcher always looks ass on console, because it does. And I'm sorry, haters, but like, I'm sorry, but it's true. 
If you're Which not looking at Henry Cavill, what's the point? I'm really hoping that in the PS5 version, there's like a Henry Cavill skin. <laughs> they just use him as a yeah. Mo- the there's face like a he- model. Like, yeah, there's like a Henry Cavill skin, and I will use it just to spy Witcher fans. I haven't even watched the Netflix show, and like, neither have I. I've just I've just seen clips and Never heard toss a coin to your Witcher. Great yeah, song. So. It but is a jam. I just don't understand. Like Square Enix, is this is this the, is this the first step in a year of fuck ups for Square Enix? Is this how we're going to hop, Probably. skip, and jump through? Yo, Babylon's full. Anyone? Let's go. <laughs> Next up on the list. Well, that's that thing's fate is sealed. You know, someone. PlayStation PlayStation swapped Babylon's Fall and Forspoken's release dates on like their press release so that it said Forspoken was coming out in March and people were like, thank God they pushed it because Babylon's Fall looks awful. And then people were like, no, it's just a mistake, guys. It's still coming out. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's funny. But now, how did it feel to play anyway, Carl? Terrible. Did you, you tell it was on the cloud? Yes. Also, Every, all the games ran at 30 instead of 60. Wait, what? Wait, yeah. So it's not... It's... They're all 30. Why? 30 FPS. Why? It's I not being know. played on the Switch. I... I'm not Square Enix. I'm not smoking whatever crack they're, they're smoking, but... I'm, like, honestly shocked that that's a thing... It's streaming. What the fuck? Like on PS4, it's on six. It's wait on Xbox and PS4, it's in sixty. Yeah, on PC you can. There on I know on PC when it came to Epic Game Store, you can like toggle between thirty, sixty, and even one twenty FPS. But that's a PC sure, thing. And I'm sure that they're running it on like PC SKUs. Like they're using PCs as like their whatever they're called i can't remember what they're called the whatever the you know what their servers that they're using to actually run <laughs> for the hardware they're fake it's like yeah. hardware but it's on a server i can't remember what it's called they have a special term for it and i don't remember what it's called virtual machine no no okay uh i'm trying to think what it's called it's basically where you basically stick a console in a server rack instead of it's like what xcloud and ps now uses i don't remember what it's called ah. but uh I'm going to look it up. Anyway, what, so final thoughts, Kyle, on Kingdom Hearts while I look it up. <laughs> uh, if this is your only way to play Kingdom Hearts... Don't bother. I guess I could recommend it, but other than that, like, you're be- probably better off ju- either just using Epic Game Store if you have a decent enough PC to run it, or finding a, Expo- a last-gen console secondhand. Like... It's it's not worth it. It's not good. Like maybe this is just me being way too used to thirty FPS or sixty FPS. Sorry, but and like I've also been playing Cage Two Rando on emulator, and the emulator runs better than <laughs> the Switch, and that's a shitty PS Two emulator that has no competition. And drops your inputs all the time, so Oof. that's a better experience. Just sounds if it's tragic. Your, again, if it's your only way to play it, go for it. Also, the other thing about the demo, I need y'all to know this. You only got to play, like, per account, you only got two plays. 
Not two plays per game. Two plays. You pick two things. <laughs> 1.5 and 2.5 is four games. Oh, could you not pick the movies? I think that would have been funny if you could have picked the no, movies. No, no, that's the other thing. Them. You could pick the movies. <laughs> but Ethan, hear me out. The movies got desynced. The audio desynced in the movies. This reminds me of apparently that Diablo remake that came out last year. They didn't do anything to like their fancy cinematics, and the audio on that was desynced. That like, just makes me massively. laugh. That just makes yeah. me laugh. Imagine the poor fucker that boots up this cloud demo. It's like, right, I get two plays. Oh, what's recoded? And then they waste their time off one of their <laughs> plays on the first 15 minutes of recoded. Dude, can't wait. What a riot. It would be even funnier if... I'm going to do that, time. actually. I'm going to download the t- it. If the timing works out, I can just cut it off mid-sentence. Oh yeah, I want to find out. I want to find out what point it cuts out. If it cuts out at a natural point or if it just cuts out in the middle of a sentence. Let's find out. Um, but now, yeah. If it, you want to know more, um, a YouTuber can get cage YouTuber Biscuit zero four seven. He did like an hour ten long, hour ten minute long stream of those demos. How do you manage that? Long, that's you that's only get than... two plays that are that's fifteen it. minutes. Did he cheat? <laughs> I mean, he played all the games. <sighs> that's unacceptable. There's so, so many Kingdom Hearts games, Ethan. You get two plays. God damn it. This and is again, the, this you is could the like system make, our society was built on, Kyle. Accounts. And no. even like, off of that, BBS has three characters. Yeah. Three but, doesn't equal two, Square Enix. Yeah, but let's be real. You shouldn't play those three characters, dude. You should just. No, you really play. shouldn't. You should just good. play as Terra. That's a, he's the only one that matters. Best yeah. character. You know, every like every six months, I have an argument with my friend about Birth by Sleep, and he thinks that Birth by Sleep is the best Kingdom Hearts game, and I think I'd rather play anything else. And then we have that back and forth for a while, and then he never cave, he never gives in, and I never give in, and then we move on for six months, and then he'll bring it up again. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, attempt seven. When Kyle was talking about if you don't have any other way to play these games, I'm like, heck, you could even get a PS2 and play the only two that actually matter from the... Uh... Hey, Birth by yeah. Sleep and Rechain all are so on PS2, are they not? So, Birth by Sleep isn't. Is it not? Did they not do a no, PS2 PSP version game. of that? It was PSP. Oh, I thought they did a PS2 version in Japan or something. Th- there, w- there was supposed to be a PS2 version. No, they just never got around to it. Or it was supposed to be on the PS2, but then it just got pushed. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, there you go. Um, did we want to talk about the Lego Star Wars crunch? Did we want to talk about that? I, I say we can skip it. How long have we been going for? Like an hour. Oh, man. Like an hour already. We can uh, probably skip it. I mean, I don't know anything about this. Basically, for those of you who didn't know, how quick we can make Lego, it. Lego Star Wars had some crunch where it was basically they showed a gameplay trailer and then. They showed a gameplay trailer and everyone's like, this looks great. Wow, they spent so much time and effort on it. And then an article came out that was like, working at Telltale Games fucking sucks. Dude. Not Telltale, Tra- Traveler's Tales. <laughs> Traveler's Tales. Tales. Traveler's yeah. Tales. Sorry, Telltale is Wolf, Wolf Among Us, isn't it? Is it Wolf Among Us? Yes, Wolf Among Us. I can't take games with Among Us in it seriously anymore. I honestly feel like it's not real. Every time that game goes on <laughs> sale now, the Twitter real. account that tells me about video game sales always puts the Among Us guy like next to the dude from Wolf Among Us. It's great. 
genuinely that reminds every time. Me of, I was just saying that reminds me of whenever Resident Evil Village goes on sale. They use it's a picture of the like, werehog yeah, the from Sonic. Sonic. <laughs> okay. It's, it kind of looks like Chris Redfield in that game. That was never Chris doesn't turn into a werewolf. I don't I don't know why they have that as the box art. It doesn't make sense. I don't either, but it gives me a good chuckle. No clue. Anyways, basically, there was a load of crunch. Uh they've apparently been working ridiculous hours and have been for like the entirety of them making Lego games and it's not pretty great. It's not yeah, great. It's just systemically in the culture of the studio like it's scheduled in when they get the deal rather than being something like oh we need to make this deadline it's like pre-planned it's really messed up i mean and it's like yeah it it's really messed up and i don't know some people are like oh it's a shame this game looks so good and i'm like fuckers you've played lego star wars how many times at this point (laughs) come on it's like I was watching that trailer. I'm like, yeah, it looks it looks fun for a Lego thing, but I'm like, I'm sick of Lego. Like, it's, aren't we all sick of these now? Like, unless you're like a seven year old, I'll excuse the I'll excuse games, you know I'll excuse the seven year old. I'll excuse the seven year old <laughs> from liking it. But it's like if you're like me, if you grew up with the original Lego Star Wars, right? You have played the original. You've played uh, the original trilogy. You have played probably the complete saga on PS3. What a, what a riot! There was also the Indiana Clone Wars Jones. one, but then on t- and the Force Awakens one. On top of that, you probably also ended up playing either of the two Lego Indiana Jones ones. You probably played Lego Batman. You probably played one of the three or four Marvel ones. If you were a Lord of the Rings fan, you probably played the Lord of the Rings one or the Hobbit one. There was yeah, the Lego was like, movie oh, ones, and it's like. The Harry Potter, I forgot about the Harry Potter ones. Those Harry Potter ones, if you liked Harry Potter. It's like, you have probably, if you are my age, if you are like 24 years old, you have probably played like 10 Lego games in your life. Surely you're done. Especially yeah. with Star Wars. Like, what are they going <laughs> to do this time around? Maybe, because I would, I would understand if it was like, oh, you're a Star Wars fan. You're excited because the final two films that haven't been done in Lego before are finally in Lego. If Star Nobody Wars fans didn't hate those, the final two Lego because people dislike the Last Jedi, yeah, and people hate the... people were like, "I hate the Last Jedi. No way, anything could be worse." And then Rise of Skywalker comes out. It's like, Somehow "Hold my beard! <laughs> I'll hold my beard, dude. We can make this worse." Um. So yeah, it's just a shitty situation for everyone involved, really. Yeah. Um, honestly. But man, like even I was, I was like, this looks fun for a Lego game. I'm not playing it. You can't fucking make me. Because every time I think, <laughs> every time I'm like, you know, I could probably play a Lego game again. It's been like two years. I'll probably enjoy it. Within five minutes, instant regret. I'm literally there, like already dead. I'm like. This is so boring. It's made for five year olds. Like I'm like I'm done, and it's not the game's fault. It's just I'm. Yeah. It's my fault. Well, for... um, while inebriated, my two older brothers, the one convinced the other one to buy the Lego Hobbit game so that they could just play it mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. That uh, I think he bought it, and then they did not play it, and then they just proceeded to never play it. That's the spirit. Except. The one that bought it made me play it with him for about 30 minutes. I'm like, I'm not interested in this. Quit trying to make me justify your purchase. <laughs> Sounds about right. 
I don't know. It's just, yeah, Lego games are Lego games. I don't remember the last Lego game I played. There was a Lego game in on PS Plus recently, the Lego DC Super Villains. And I oh, was like, right. I nearly did the thing again. I was like, maybe, maybe it's time. And one of my <laughs> friends was like, no, it's, it's a fucking Lego game, mate. It's really boring. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to. Yeah, like, you know. You can't make me. Although, with the consistency or the frequency in which those games get put out, I it makes their whole crunch issue the writing should have been on the wall honestly yeah yeah it's one of those things where you're like probably should have seen that coming actually with how many fucking games they're releasing yeah especially because they're not a huge studio either oh no let me have a look let me look it up again quickly fill the air but like yeah like they release it's not even one a year right like sometimes i think like they're different licenses of landed at different points in the same year i could mm-hmm. be mistaken i don't actually keep tabs on the lego games because yeah sometimes they release multiple yeah yeah it was all like tied to like movie tie-in deadlines that don't have they that has like zero give <laughs> yeah i'm trying to figure out how many employees they have it's not remember when traveler's tales made crash bandicoot games <laughs> It's 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 the I company employs that. more than a hundred and fifty people apparently, wow. but they tended to release between one and two games each year. Jeez. So, uh, they haven't released one since the the Lego Movie Two video game. I was right about that, by the way, Lamau. Uh, that was in twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. So they haven't released a Lego game in three years. It will have been three years, I believe. Yeah, it will have been over three years because Lego Movie Two video game was February 2019. Oh, so wow. it's been a while. But before that, they did one in 2019. They did DC Super Villains in 2018. Then two in 2017. One in 16. One in 15. Two in 14. One in 13. Two in 12. Three in 11. Jesus. They did Lego Star Wars three, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, and Lego Par- Harry Potter Years Five Through Seven. All in the same year. Lego nice. Pirates of the Caribbean was pretty fucking good, though. Give oh. him that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that one. Give you that one. Lego Indiana Jones 2 was the year before that. I can't believe that one is older than Pirates. Pirates felt older. But hey, there you go. And then before that, they did three games in 2008. The original Lego Indiana Jones, Lego Batman. And the Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. Not a Lego game, but they did that. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. That... I was going to say, don't remember that one. Uh, Lego-fied. Then before that, they did uh, Transformers, not Lego-fied, and Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. Then in 2006, they did Super Monkey Ball Adventure. And Lego mm. Star Wars 2 and Bion- Bionicles. At 2005, Lego Star Wars 1, that's when this this hell started. F1 Grand Prix, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, which I played. Weird game. It kind of ripped (laughs) off the Return of the King video game for PS2. Interesting. Because Return of the King had a really interesting, like, kind of uh, menu where you went from level to level, but it was like, it was like kind of a progress bar. It was kind of weird how you, like, had branching (laughs) paths and stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, and that did the same thing, but it was on the wardrobe instead of being on the menu. I'm like, wow, this is blatant. It is like an eight-year-old. I was like, this is blatantly ripping this off. <laughs> and then we'll go back to 2004 where they made Crash to Insanity. And there you go. 
Oh, awesome. They made the Finding one. Nemo game in 2003. I played that shit. Yeah, it was awful. That, we talked yeah, about that. Guys. We talked Traveler's about Tales. We talked about that. <laughs> Fuck you. That stupid guy. Ruined our childhood. Holding the fucking, fucking board, you <laughs> thin. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you mentioned Transformers and how that one was just a transform. It seems weird that they wouldn't have got that Lego had didn't like come at them with some kind of Transformers license. No, they made them like, do Bionicles, which is basically the same fucking thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, Bionicles is edgy Legos. Edgy Lego, Lego with attitude. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. It was like Legos, but for like teenagers. Yeah, no, they had but... some pretty slamming commercials, though, dude. I don't remember. I don't remember Bionicles, really. I hated Bionicles as a kid. I thought they were fucking shit. I thought they were neat. Ah, fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel that strongly about it. I was it. still I sitting there playing with Legos. What, 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 like, what Lego sets did I... I don't remember. <clears throat> there, was like a, there was like an Atlantis one. That was pretty cool. Those were pretty yeah. cool. It was like underground mining ones as well. Those are pretty cool as well. They had like little rock monsters. Those are pretty pog. <laughs> um, speaking of rock monsters and uh, I don't know. I don't know how to make this a fucking segue. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll finish. We'll wrap up with what we've been playing. Kyle obviously mentioned his Kingdom Hearts thing. Uh, I have played Mass Effect 1, ladies and gentlemen. It's only like Ooh. 15 years late. <laughs> but I finally played it. Hey, you still beat me to it. You beat me to it, too. I've actually wanted to play this. <laughs> hey, and all while. it took was it being on Game Pass. Great deal, or whatever the fuck everyone has to say on a podcast after they say the words Game Pass. What's what's the, what's the, what's the term? The greatest deal in gaming. Blah, blah, blah. Free to play up to level 60. Free to play up to <laughs> Rollback netcode. Features the Endwalker expansion. And yeah. Knuckles. And Knuckles. And Knuckles. Um, but no, so the Legendary Edition is on Game Pass. It's also on EA Play on PlayStation, if you care. So you can pay like $4 or whatever a month for EA Play. Or you can do what most people will do, which is give them $4 for one month, binge the Mass Effect trilogy, then cancel that subscription if you care to do that. You can. Um, I'm not about that because I don't like binging trilogies because I usually... I do what I did with Burn this out. Mass Effect game where I I finished it today and I was like, Oh, I could start the next one, but I know I'm going to get burnt out by like a third of the way through it. So I was like, no. Mm-hmm. Which would be a shame because everyone says that two is the best one. Yeah, but people say that one plays like shit and I don't think it plays like shit. And I don't know if they just did that big of a glow up on the Legendary Edition, but I was surprised at how functional it was. It was quite fun. So now, for those of you who are not in the no, and are like us who were like the five people who haven't played Mass Effect before. It's an RPG where you play as a co- Colonel Shepard. Is it Commander? Is it, co- is it Corporal Shepard or Colonel? I've, I've played fucking I it was Commander. Hours. Commander Shepard. I'm pretty sure it was Commander. Is yeah. it Commander? There you go. I knew it began with a C. I was like, what the fuck is it? Is it Commander Shepard? Yeah, it's Colonel Shepard. Colonel. That's what I'm getting mixed up with. That's genuinely what I'm getting mixed up with. Metal Gear. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I've got Colonel yes, Commander, Shepherd. Yeah, Commander Shepherd. Thank you for saying Commander again. I forgot it instantly. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so you play as Commander Shepherd, and you are basically the you are basically after hunting an alien down, a rogue alien. It's basically the story. So it's 
basically you're a part of the years, whatever. I think it's like 2050 or something. It's like in the far flung future, we find alien tech on Mars and it advances us like 200 years into the future, basically of our technology. Uh, so we joined the space civilizations and basically joined the council of space people. And basically, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And basically you become a specter who is like one of their, basically the highest ranking kind of military people who can go in and do anything that they want. And you're hunting down a rogue specter who is, uh, doing something that might destroy the galaxy. And so you go off in your ship, uh, and go and fight things. And one thing, the two things that I came across were, yeah, people are right. The writing's really good and the story's pretty decent. Um, shocker bioware has good writing i am really shocked or used to at least yeah but now the story is really uh well done uh it's surprisingly simple i think yeah i was about to say you were like you start it's about hunting down a rogue alien i was like wow that's pretty small potatoes considering what i've heard about the games yeah it's pretty small potatoes um Hey, but it's one of those beginnings. It's simple and complex at the same time. I mean, yeah, simple but effective. It's simple where it's like basically you hunt down evil alien, go kill evil alien, and <clears throat> but in between they're like, so here's five hundred words on every single planet, and here's a backstory behind this race, and here's like here's some splash text uh, about yeah. how the taxis work, poggers. And I'm like the no, classic okay. codex. <laughs> Yeah. Every time you walk by something, entry added, you could read it for 30 minutes about the statue in the middle of town if you wanted. Yeah, basically, that's exactly what you can do. And it's like, it's all well and good. I didn't pay attention to most of it because I was like, I'm not reading every fucking page of this. You can't make me. Um, but I got enough from the story to fully understand it. There was nothing hidden behind text. Yeah, they it's usually don't, unless it's like some kind of Easter egg, if I'm going off of what I got with dragon age so yeah um so that's the story the story's great the gameplay it's a bit old you can kind of tell it's janky but it's i don't think it's as bad as people make it out people always make it out that mass effect one is a really awfully playing game i don't think it's awfully playing it's just it hasn't aged amazingly Mm -hmm. um how's that vehicle control i hear that's a point of contention don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be it's shit but it's not like It's not any worse than any other vehicle that controls. Poorly. If you've played a game before where pressing the analog stick forward drives it forward and moving the analog right. stick back drives it back, you have played these this control scheme before and it's no better or worse. Yes, it's no better or worse than Borderlands driving, in my opinion. Um, so take that for what you will. Uh, maybe that is a praise. Maybe that is a uh, critique. Who knows? Um but no, the gameplay's solid, but it's it 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 it's the story that gets you through it. It definitely is the story yeah. and the characters that get you through the game. And it's solid. Did Hunter die? Oh no, he's there. Did I? <laughs> no. No. The cool thing about Mass Effect to the notion with that trilogy is that you have the same person for each game too, so your interactions and stuff can carry over and all that. And it's it's not even it's not just small like literally small choices and things build up is what's interesting. Yeah. It doesn't like, determine the ending or anything like massive like that, but it's like yeah. characters that die in your playthrough will stay dead in Mass Effect two and three yeah. if they are the dead world in Mass that you one. shape in these games will carry over. And it doesn't do what Telltale or Life is Strange does, where it's like this choice matters. It's like. 
it won't no, tell no, you but no. you saving a you telling a random enemy to get out of here instead of shooting them in the face that character might show up at some point down in the future and you'll never know or you know they'll have like, moments where it's like do you want to kill this like do you want to kill this alien species or do you want to let them go and it's like you have feelings where you're like they're probably going to show up at some point later in the future um yeah like uh the first time i played dragon age inquisition i had to play from like a fresh file like just straight up new game because it wasn't even my playstation at the time i was just playing it on my brothers and the world felt so off in so many random places because it wasn't the one that i had that my choices had made it was super weird so (laughs) you know the carryover effect in these games i imagine is just as good yeah i'm sure if not Um, better because you're playing as the same guy every time in dragon age you switch the characters i mean my only critique of the performance in the story is the main character because i played as john shepherd personally uh well, you can call him whatever you want, right? You can yeah. call him... You, the last name stays the same, but you can give him whatever. You can call him Tim Shepard if you want. You can call him Frank <laughs> Shepard. I just called him Ethan because that's what I do because I'm a nerd. But I played as the male version of Shepard, right? And some of his lines just sound so off. And it's one of those games where you can tell... Femme Shepard. It's Jennifer Hale. Yeah, I know it is. But I was <laughs> like, eh, I'm just going to play as... Them, I because I wanted to go through the male character. Uh, like, basically, the way I just de- I determine if a character creator is good or not is how good the male character creator is. Because you can always make great female characters from even a shit character creator. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. it's really hard to make more. a good male character and character creator because they usually have way less options and are way yeah. more generic. And I was surprised at how well it actually... It's a really good character creator. Like that four different hairstyles. Yeah. It's bald. Oh, shaven, the hairstyles are shit. Medium, the hairstyles are shit. Medium but... or long-ish. Yeah. But the... Never um, long enough. But the character... <laughs> that's, that's the main reason. So I was like, yeah, I'll just go through it. And once I'd spent like an hour in the... Like 45 minutes in the character creator, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to stick as the male character. But whereas everyone else feels like they're going through a story, Shepard, at least male Shepard, feels very much like... Yo, I've got like five times the amount of lines as you guys have, so some of these are going to sound out of context. So, like, everyone will be having like just a calm discussion, and then you'll pick an option, ah. and it'll be like, "I don't agree," and he'll be like, "You're wrong about that one." And like, it's like, it's like, it's like fucking dang and wrong for it's like Makoto going, "No, that's wrong." Every fucking five minutes, like. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, like, can you, like, someone's like, I'm just eating a cereal bar. That's d- disgusting. Like, it's like, okay, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Like, calm down, Shep. And I don't Relax, know if that's man. just a, ma- I just don't know if that's I'm a Mass Effect 1 here. problem or if that's going to carry on. I'll report. I, I would imagine but, that the guy probably got better at the role. But I don't even know who voices Mal Shepard. You know. Oh, no. But, yeah. Um, but I imagine he probably got better as time went on. People grow into their characters when they're the same person. Yeah. Uh, Mark Mir. Don't know who that I is. Am, I am not familiar. He is known for his role in the Mass Effect trilogy, which he plays Command Shepard. What else does he do? Uh, Mass Effect. Dragon Age Origins. Oh, who is he in that? Athras. Athras. Gatekeeper, werewolf. I'm just seeing oh, the scrupulous merchant. Voices. 
Pearl Dwarf Companion. I remember the Unscrupulous Merchant. In Dragon Age Origins Awakening, he was the Withered, the Lost, the First, the Herald. Additional roles. Oh, he was on the talking Darkspawn. In Dragon Age 2, he was Jathan, Hybris, in additional roles. He was in Baldur's Gate, in Baldur's Gate 2, in Baldur's Gate Siege of Dragons, his spear. And he's not really. He's been. He just chills out in Bioware properties. And that's about it. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, I'm just trying to see if he's been in anything else. No, not really. Oh, I'm not seeing anything. That's the spirit. Uh, But yeah, his voice was kind of meh in the game, in my opinion. He's the one character that always sounded off. So I don't know. Jennifer Hale is. Probably do probably does a better job, to be honest. Yeah. Um. But hey, I'm not going to do it. I will do another play. I might do another playthrough at some point. It's one of those games <laughs> where I was like, I could play through, so you can take the version you want with you to the next game. No, because I, <laughs> I I was happy with my choices, and I'll just carry on playing as the character that I am now. But if I ever oh, play it on fine. PlayStation for the trophies, like a horrible, horrible human being, I will play as Femshet just to see the differences. But yeah, it's fun. It's good. Like, I had a blast. I played it in, like, three sessions. So, you know, it's one of those games where you can play it, like, six hours in a row and be perfectly yeah, happy playing it. You saying that you've got through it as quick as you did is nice, too, because when I do buy the trilogy, I'll probably want to, like, you know, it's nice that I could potentially just knock one out really quick. Oh, I did side quests and stuff as well. So if you just main path that bit, I did the DLC quest as well. So if you main path that bitch, you could probably get it done in twelve hours. Like you could just like cruise through yeah. it in like two days. Probably you could. It's it's, it's a scoot, weekend. Scoot. It's a it's a weekend game. It's a weekend game. But now I'm looking forward to playing two. But I'm probably gonna take a break between it because I don't want to get burnt out. It's a good idea. But no, yeah. it's made me decide that I don't hate sci-fi. I just hate Halo. Thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> God, this it did. I just like so. I'm like, it's not the shooter part, and it's not the sci-fi part. I just must really fucking hate it's Halo. the Halo part. I just must really hate Halo. You and your stupid ring-shaped planet. Just you and your really boring ass gameplay. Sorry. Did you know that's why they call it Halo? I, I didn't because until I fucking played it. It shaped like a ring. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that until I fucking played it. <laughs> that was knowledge I somehow assimilated. To be fair, to be fair, I should have seen that coming from the fucking company that named their next game Destiny, because it was about yeah. the fate of your character. I'm like, of course, uh, of course, damn. it was yeah. some on the nose yeah. naming. Yeah, yeah, that's what on the nose Nathaniel. The... He's the one that works there, dude. <laughs> was they was their first game a bungee jumping simulator? Because honestly, I wouldn't be shocked. You can guarantee, you can guarantee that the reason that their name is Bungie <laughs> is because they were taking the jump into video game development. You can 100% guarantee yeah. that that is the reason, dude. In fact, Hunter, you tell us about Windjammers 2 to wrap us up while I go and look up that to see that it's 100% true. All right. True. So Windjammers 2, I was going to joke around with Kyle and tell him to buy this too, just because I was like, Haha, it's on his draft. I'll play it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Because I didn't play the first one, but it's this fun little arcade. So it's not just a stylized Pong, because uh, there's a little more to it than that. Mm-hmm. It's, it reminds me more of air hockey in a way, because the way you like score on people is more bouncing it off the walls and stuff than anything yeah. else. So um, a lot of times the, there's different courts, and they all seem to have various different goals. Like there's 
one that will shoot you for three points and then one and then two other sometimes it's one gets three and two others get five on the sides or sometimes it's the ones on the sides get three and the bigger one in the middle gets five it depends on which one you're playing there was a court that had like this casino rule where depending (laughs) on how it rolled for the uh play that you have it it could be one point it could be eight points it was wacky (laughs) As far as how it actually played, it took me a minute to get the hang of, which was weird. I feel like this should be quicker than it is. Why am I only slowly throwing this disc? Yeah. But once I got it down, after getting the hang of it for a minute, it it, it ended up being kind of cool. Like, things would get faster. The CPU reacted well enough. And, you know... I managed to stop a few shots that made me feel kind of cool when they were like, <laughs> oh, yes, cool power-up thing. And I, like, rolled into it and was like, no, throw back. <laughs> I can't also, apparently, Sorry. if you finish the arcade mode of the game with a character, they have endings, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> And the character I beat it with, their ending was super weird. I was like, what is this? Nice. <laughs> Nice. Uh, Bungie was just named because Bungie sounded fun, guys. That's why. No, that's we, don't, we actually don't know the reason. The two reasons on the internet is because the see, the owner found thought that it sounded fun, and then the other rumor is that it's the it's the punchline to a really dirty joke that they've never told what the joke is. So uh, you choose your path. Hmm. Is it Halo or is it Destiny? Is it really obvious or is it like a metaphorical thing? You choose. You do you. So yeah, Windjammers maybe 2. Maybe they were born with it. Maybe, they were maybe born it was with Maybelline. It. How much was Windjammers 2? It was like, I think it's like 17 bucks right now. Fucking hell, you could get that on Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> you sure could. <laughs> Just so you guys know, I did not play Windjammers 2. I also didn't play Nobody Saves the World. I'm great. Yeah. Didn't have time. I actually I forgot when Jammers Two came out to be honest because I heard about Nobody Saves the World because everyone was like, "It's gr- it's good, not as good as we thought it'd be, but it's good." And then uh, when Jammers just kind of didn't happen. What's his, what was when Jammers Open Critic? Uh, Seventy eight. Seventy eight. Wow, that's not bad. Yeah, I think it's the same that the first one got. <laughs> wow, that's bullshit. That's really- I mean, for what it is. <laughs> I mean, it was entertaining enough while I did it. I played it for a little bit while I was listening to a video. <laughs> you picked and then... up New Xenoblade game, you bastard, dude. You bastard. Oh, did he? Dude, I snagged that for a dollar. Yeah, well, I I, I, oh, I was job. more boring with my first pick. I don't no, pick anything. Up? What'd you guys yeah, get? Yeah, Total War, Warhammer 3. Ah. Oh, you lame. <laughs> lame. Won't support this Warhammer baloney. <laughs> Why? I wasn't going to until I watched Easy Allies do their fantasy game draft, and then they were like, it was like one of their first picks, and I was like, why the fuck what? is it one of their first why? picks? And then I looked up the open Are critics of the other. No, because I looked up the open critics of the other two, and let me get it up. Total War Warhammer Two. Oh Jesus! Let me look it up because it was like. They get like stupid numbers, dude. They get. St- I was like, "Fuck it." Where is it? Come on, load up a credit. It got eighty six. I was like, "What the fuck?" I Jesus. <laughs> There's yeah. That's Warhammer one. God, 
No, yeah. But it was, yeah. Yeah, they both got 86s, so I was like, damn, they're that consistent. I'll take a free 86 from the Warhammer nerds. Suck it. <laughs> Jeez. I did not realize, though, that Xenoblade was on there. Yeah. But you're playing with fire, because that game ain't happening, dude. Look, dude, man, if you think it's not happening, feel free to counterpick it, Ethan. Oh, no, I'll wait till I've got more... Com- I've got- feel you free to counterpick You can't Silent drop Hill. that shit until they say will not release because you picked it, so I'm waiting. I can I can put that as a counterpick in November, bitch. I can wait. Yeah, he's got a point. Also... <laughs> yeah. Sorry. What, dude? I didn't realize we were supposed to be talking about Windjammers. I'm supposed to be talking about Oh, I said basically my whole piece on it. Oh, fucking wonderful. I just, it's I a just simple game, man. It's stylized and it was entertaining for the bit I was playing it. Maybe I'll turn it on again. <laughs> Kyle, you want to pick up Windjammers for the content? <laughs> Does it have crossplay? Uh, I don't know. Oh, you should look at if If it has crossplay, I'll play it with you. All right. I'll look into that. If it doesn't have crossplay, uh, buy an Xbox and then we'll talk. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I will not be purchasing an Xbox for a while. I spent a copious amount of money on a music festival in Las Vegas that I will be attending in October. Nice. Wait, which one's that? Is that the, the uh, it's one? the it's the 2006 Goth reunion? Oh, the, <laughs> with, the like, emo thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like Paramore, My Chemical Romance. That's pretty high. Yeah, yeah. Paramore might have their new album out by then. Oh, nice! Finally, yeah. It's only been five years. (laughs) So yeah, my money went to picking up tickets for that because it was stupid in the price. But so Xbox will have to wait. (laughs) No, they don't have to wait. Because you can play it on PC. <laughs> uh, but I don't want to. But no. <laughs> Truly tragic. But no, that, to be fair, that festival, I was like, damn, that's a lot of emo, dude. Like, that was like a lot of... Sure wow. was. I was like... It was funny, <laughs> too, because I looked at it and I was like, $200 for a general admission ticket? I was like, God, that's silly. It's because like all the value. That's like, that's like eight concerts that I go to combined as far as like the money but then you go and see eight different acts i think it's more even more than that but then i the the longer i looked at that thing the more i convinced myself like i could afford it i could make this happen it'll be (laughs) worth it dude it'll be it will be i I don't doubt it it was just it for it was just the initial like knee-jerk reaction of that's a lot (laughs) for a ticket Mm. I just love my favorite part was when as soon as Paramore was announced, people didn't give a shit about the festival. They were like, they're touring again. That means they have new music because they only <laughs> go back on tour when they have new music. Oh, man. And then I just had to wake up out of my fucking grave and I was like, oh shit, is it that time of the decade? Pog, let's go. Wait, do they only tour when they have new music? Yeah. Yikes. That's. No, so the way that I... Paramore works is. They release an album, they will then literally tour that album for fucking years, where they will literally oh. like tour it for like two okay. or three years, and then when they get sick of touring the album, they're like, okay guys, we're going on break until our next album, and then they'll start touring again when they're back. I, I was sitting here thinking the way the way that happened in my head was more like, oh, they go on a tour, and you know, maybe no. <laughs> more for different regions of the world and all that, but then... No, they very much are the kind of artists to go... To, to go tour 
take a break to write music, tour, and change the band yeah. members. No, they're not changing it this time. This is the first oh, cool. album. This will be the oh, first really? album without a change. Yeah, nice. They're all staying. Apparently, maybe they'll add a, another person, but unless they don't, it'll be the same. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, we're not a music podcast. Not until April Fool's Day. We're here to talk about Windjammers, but no, we've talked about Windjammers. Go pick it up if you like Windjammers, I guess. I, I imagine if, if you like the first game, bored. you'll like this one. Or if you're bored, yeah, exactly. If you're bored and have $17 to throw away. Or you have Game Pass and like, fuck it. Or you have Game Pass. Best yeah. deal in gaming. Best bollocks in gaming, dude, let's go. <laughs> um... But yeah, we, we've been rambling. We're pushing it now. Let's just let's just get out of here, dude. Let's get out of here. I'm tired. <laughs> it's been fun. Right. <laughs> As always, uh, all links are on screen right now. Uh, you can go and follow us on your favorite social medias if you want to keep up to date with everything that we do outside of the podcast. But hey, if you only care about the podcast, that's cool too. You can go and follow us on Twitter at HotGamersOnly or subscribe to the YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash HotGamersOnly. And hey, if you don't want to look at our stupid faces, that's cool too. You can head on over to your favorite podcast service, search for Hot Gamers Only on places like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And yeah, with that, that's been our show. Uh, you can also get... I'm going to keep promoting the email at, at HotGamersOnly at gmail.com. Well. <laughs> we'll do that too. If you want to be more formal and be like... Man gets one email... Yeah, no, I've had a couple of... E- I've realized that I have had a couple of emails, but because we never promote it, I'm like, oh, I should probably promote that because I feel like people just go to like the Anchor page and realize that we have a, a, an email, and I'm like, yeah, I should probably promote yeah, that. Checks out. Especially if you're in a probably podcast. Probably also put list. that in the Twitter bio. Just be like, per- like I think it is in the Twitter email. bio. I think it is in the is Twitter it? bio. Yeah, business email. <laughs> yeah, it is. Hotgamersonly at gmail.com. It's our location. That's our location. It's hotgamersonly at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's been our show. Thank you ever so much for listening slash watching this week. Who knows what the fuck we'll talk about next week. Hopefully there's not an acquisition. Arceus. So I'll be ill next week. It's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I guess we'll talk about Legends Arceus next week. Uh, but yeah, have an awesome week until then, I guess. And yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Toodaloo.